Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand. They missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. water down drinks and listen to that song at least three times a night. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. I know, I know, I know. They only played that song twice tonight, but the drinks were definitely watered down. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. We're going to have some fun. The St. Louis Blues, the reigning Stanley Cup champions in town. The Blues, a team last year on January 2nd at 17-20-4. Halfway through the season. On pace for a 76-point year. They then went 28-8-5, finished with 99 points, and subsequently won the Stanley Cup. Game night here at Rogers Place. Still some tickets available. Visit EdmontonOilers.com for more information. We'll have a full preview of tonight's game. 
what else we got shaking today? Reed Wilkins is going to pop by. Dave Campbell's going to make an appearance on today's show. 12.35, we'll hear from NHL Network's Brian Lawton. 105 from the Cult of Hockey, David Staples. NHL insider John Shannon at 135. Ryan Nugent Hopkins at 150 today. You can reach us on a River Creek Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. They're bigger and better and now 100% smoke-free on the main casino floor. River Creek Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it. You can text us at 630-630 on our Ashley Pine Floors text line. We're on Twitter. At a winner's now, you can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott is uh, not available today. He'll be back in the lineup tomorrow. So uh, look forward. we got Angie back in the studio helping us out along with Dave as well. Edmonton and St. Louis. Oilers coming in with a record of 10-4-2. The Blues are 10-3-3. These are the two top teams in the Western Conference. It's got a great sound to it, doesn't it? Connor McDavid uh, up front. With uh, Leon Dreisaitl and Sam Gagne tonight, the Oilers holding an optional practice. Ryan Nugent Hopkins expected to play with James Neal and Zach Cassian. Check out these numbers for McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nugent Hopkins in their career against St. Louis. Uh, Dreisaitl, two goals, seven points, 11 career games, minus 10. McDavid, two goals, nine points in 12 games, minus five. Nugent Hopkins has 19 points in 22 games against St. Louis, but is minus six. Nugent Hopkins with just three assists over his last nine games. He is, though, at 58.8% uh, uh, in the face-off circle. Does have 28 shots on goal over the last nine games, just hasn't scored. But he'll have Neal and Cassian flanking him. Gaetan Haas coming off a strong performance with Tomas Yurcho and Alex Chason. And then it'll be Colby Cave. With Jujar Kara and Patrick Russell, which means Marcus Crandall is a healthy scratch. Riley Shan not quite ready to come back yet, but uh, the order's going to have some options here moving forward. Archibald closing in on return. So, too, is Joe Kim Nygaard. On defense, a little bit of a switch that uh, was hinted to in yesterday's uh, full skate. Uh, Darnell Nurse with Ethan Bear, Oscar Clefbaum with Chris Russell, Brandon Manning with Matthew Benning. This means Joel Person comes out. He didn't play a shift after turning the puck over on the 2-1 uh, goal against Arizona the other night. Ethan Bear, by the way, 10 of the last 11 games he's been playing 20-plus minutes. Mike Smith will start in goal for the Oilers. He's 5-16 uh, and 16 in his career with a 3.54 goals against average and an 8.83 save percentage against St. Louis. So they've kind of had his number a bit. Oilers come in ranked 20th in goals for 6th in goals against, 3rd on the power play, 7th on PK. They'll face the St. Louis team that won last night on a 3-on-0 in OT against the Vancouver Canucks. Blues, as I mentioned, are 10-3-3 on the season. Their road warriors are 5-2-1 on the road this year. Ranked 16th in the uh, goals for, 13th in goals against, 7th in the power play, despite the fact that they're just 28th in shots for. The Oilers, by the way, coming to tonight's game 29th. Braden Shen up front with Jaden Schwartz and Robert Thomas. Schwartz had an injury-plagued season last year, but is a four-time 50-plus point man. Shen had 70 points a couple years ago. Consmite Trophy winner Ryan O'Reilly, who's had Edmonton's number the last several years. Uh, Health Center, their second line, which will uh, feature on the uh, left side, Zach Sanford, as Vladimir Tarasenko is out. Uh, David Prawn, the former order, had 28 goals back in 13-14, will be on 
uh, that line as well. Tyler Bozak, 56% in the faceoff circle. O'Reilly's at 57.5. Bozak centers Alex Steen and Sammy Blaze. It'll be Ivan Barbashev uh, with Mackenzie McEachern. And on the right side, one of the more underrated players in the league, but a pretty good player, Oscar Sundquist, who last year had 14 goals and 31 points. Not bad from a bottom six forward. Their defense is stellar. Carl Gunnarsson, veteran player with Alex Petrangelo, who's an unrestricted free agent in the end of this season. That's going to be an interesting storyline. Blues season turned around last year when they uh, broke up the Bomeister-Petrangelo pairing and put Bomeister with Pareko. They both played north of 21-19 per game. Jay Bomeister playing game number 1,200 last night for the Edmonton area product. Uh, Pareko out of St. Albert, uh, Bomeister out of the Southside Athletic Club in Edmonton. Vince Dunn, a talented defenseman, is only playing 16 minutes a game because that's how good this defense is with Justin Falk, who came over in a somewhat surprising trade with Carolina, and it was Falk that got the extension done, seven years, $6.5 million, while Petrangelo, the team's captain, remains a pending UFA. Oilers are going to get Jake Allen tonight. He's just 2-1 and one this season, a 3.72 goals against average, an 8.55 save percentage. This guy was their number one goaltender for four years until losing his job halfway through last season to Jordan Bennington, who was stellar. Bennington went 24-5-1 with a 1.89 goals against average and a 9.27 save percentage. So that's a look at the two teams. Let's get into the Oilers now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety means savings. In Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at uh, directworkwear.com. Here's Oilers head coach Dave Tippett on facing the Blues. Their D is a deep D, you know, like they they got... You know, that, that's that's a big part of their big part of their group, but big guys that play the game the right way, you know. And they're it's not just having one or two of them; they got five or six of them. <laughs> All right, so that's Dave Tippett talking about the Blues defense. Uh, here's a more generic uh, comment on facing the Blues tonight. Anytime you play the the defending champs, there's a little more aura around the game. And you know, I know their team well. I know their general manager well. I know their coaching Stay staff there well. They're they're a team that's. Uh, when you win like that, you look like you play with confidence. Like you look at their whole group right through their lineup, they look like they play with confidence. They know they're a good team. So you have to go out and make sure that, A, your work ethic's in place, the details of the game are in place because you know the other team's going to have them. So uh, it's a good challenge for us. For us. I, I want to see, see how we play. We've got some players that can play better than they have been. Um, you know, it's about going out and putting the work in and finding a way to find a, a win against a good team. And uh, the Oilers are going to uh, run a bit here with Gaetan Haas. Scored a goal, right shot center. There's something there. Went down to the minors for a couple games. Has come back up. Looked okay. Oilers have gotten goals their last two games from Colby Cave and Gaetan Haas. Here's Dave Tippett on Gaetan Haas. His attributes are speed. He can he can make plays. He's a smart, smart player. Like if you watch him on videotape, he's, he's in the right positions a lot of time but he's another one of these guys like we talked a little bit about Pearson yesterday I mean he's never played on on this side never played with the intensity and the strength of it in a league like this before so it takes some time to get used to it but I give him credit like he's every day he's working at it he's uh, he's watching a lot of video I mean he's he went down for down to Bakersfield and played a couple games yeah, originally had been scheduled to play a few more down there and and we needed him because of the injury but he's come back and He's uh, every day he gets a little better, so that's a, that's a good sign. We'll see where it goes with him, but he's uh, it's good to see him get on the scoreboard the other night. That gives him a little bit of confidence, but he's, he's a pretty good player, pretty smart player. 
All right. Uh, that is Edmonton Oilers head coach Dave Tippett. That's the Oilers now audio vault for direct workwear to NHL today. Brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromotionalMarketing.com. And I just have to get to it. There's just one other game tonight in the uh, National Hockey League. That will feature uh, the New York Rangers hosting the Detroit Red Wings. The Rangers have won three of their last five games. The Red Wings have just won one in their last 12 games. That was against Edmonton. Meanwhile, the Winnipeg Jets uh, forward Brian Little hospitalized. He was struck near the ear by a puck in last night's 2-1 shootout loss to the New Jersey Devils. I needed 25 to 30 stitches to close a laceration. He's had some uh, health issues off for a while. Uh, Bakersfield Condors off until Friday when they host San Diego. Battle of uh, number one and number two took place last night at Rogers Place. Edmonton Oil Kings hosting the Prince Albert Raiders here, and the Oil Kings lost uh, last night. Final score was six to three. Tough game. PA Raiders, of course, winning last year's Western Hockey League Championship. Oil Kings were down a defenseman in that game. Oil Kings are in action. Uh, on Friday in Lethbridge, and then they return to Rogers Place Saturday against the Calgary Hitmen. Tickets available at oilkings.ca. Alberta Golden Bears resume conference play. They are number two ranked in the country, and they get the Calgary Dinos with a home-and-home this weekend as well. Again, that is NHL Today for elite promotional marketing. It is 12-17 in Edmonton. When we come back, we'll bring aboard. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. He joins us every Oilers game day here at Rogers Place. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. You know, there's some goaltenders, less is more, and then there's other goaltenders. The more work they get, the better they get. Mike Smith, if you take a look at his track record, he's a guy that likes to get some shots here. This is Oilers now. I don't know how many shots are going to be occurring in our next eight-minute segment with Reed Wilkins, the host of Inside Sports. It's a game day. Reed, how are you? I'm very well. Thank you for the coffee this morning. That was very kind of you. And also with Mike Smith, he's the type of goaltender that if he's not getting shots, he gets involved playing the puck, right? He's he's never kind of just and sitting in his crease doing more nothing. Work he, he, he finds a way. Well, gee, that has happened a couple of times this year. Uh, but he, he finds a way to roam into the game. And I think just with how vocal he is and he has that energy, what I, I will say this, one of the most interesting and entertaining things watching Oilers practice this season. Yes is when they do the shootout drill, Yes, Mike Smith is pretty much a running commentary, yes. like the DVD commentary. He's, he's, and he's chirping his teammates. He's chirping himself if he gets beat. He's yelling at guys coming in on him. And he's, I mean, he's obviously trying to make saves, but sometimes he'll do something a little comedic making a save. He put his stick down in front of the net yesterday as a guy was coming in, or sometimes he'll try to do a, a, a pad stack just to see if he can make the stop. He's, he's been interesting to watch. The one he did this year, which was on a Sunday, there was the subtle assassin was Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Like, you know, yeah. McDavid's flying around and Dreisaitl's a super skilled guy. 
but there's sort of a almost a sneakiness about the way Ryan Nugent Hopkins at times even plays. And that's where I want to start tonight because uh, the Oilers are playing the Blues. The Blues are a really good hockey club. We know that. Ryan Nugent Hopkins has one goal in 16 games, and this team is 10-4-2. Now, he's had two shots deflect in off of James Neal and yep. Lynette. Uh, he's hit four goal posts by my count. Should we be concerned that he's got just one goal? Well, I wouldn't say concerned. You'd prefer if he had more, obviously. I, I, when the Oilers had that really hot start, 5-0, 7-1, people were looking at a lot of the numbers and saying, well, that won't last, that won't last. Fair enough, because the power play was 40% for a while, and you know Neil was scoring over a goal a game. Sure. But I think sometimes you have to look at the numbers that are abnormally low and say that won't last. Ryan Nugent Hopkins will not shoot 2.5% for this for the entire season. Can you 100% guarantee me that? I will guarantee that, Bob, okay. right now. I mean, he may wind up with a shooting percentage below his career average because he's played a fifth of the season and only yeah. had 2.5%. But he's on the power play. He has a good shot. The one thing that is a little odd, though, and I, and I would be concerned about, I think if you went back and looked at Nugent Hopkins' best chances over the last five games, I, I bet you... 40 to 50 percent have been shorthanded I I would I I don't have concerns about Nugent Hopkins specifically as a player but I still have concerns about the second line because Neil has not been as good five on five as he has been on the power play though he still gets to the front of the net but he's he's not a fast player and and I know Rob and I got some calls after the last game why was he out there in the three on three overtime because he was on for the goal against Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the other winger has been kind of rotating on that second line. So Nugent Hopkins specifically, no, I don't have concerns because he's a good all-around player. His penalty killing has been pretty good too. I mean, we've been praising Dreisaitl a lot. Nugent Hopkins leads the team in face-off percentage, which is good. He's finally above 50% deep into the season. But that, that second line whoever's with Nuge, they need to find some five-on-five contributors there. They've had some good games and probably the best they looked was when it was Nugent Hopkins, Neil and chase on, but, you know, Chase on hasn't been able to maintain this season, so that would that would be my concern. Not Nuge specifically, but Nuge's line, who's ever See, with him. And what I would do is, when he comes back, when Nygaard gets back in, I wouldn't play him in the bottom six. I'd play him with Nugent Hopkins and Neil and right. move Neil over to the right side because again tonight he's going to be in the left wing. So, St. Louis, why does Edmonton have? I mean, the career numbers. You know, Bomeister's plus 20 in his career against right. St. Louis. Petrangelo's plus 14 in his career against, uh, or for St. Louis against Edmonton. You know, like they've got some guys. Braden Shen comes into tonight's game. 12 goals, 27 points, 32 games against. Uh, oh, sorry, that's O'Reilly. Shen's got six goals, 17 points, and 15 games against Edmonton. Schwartz, 11 goals, 24 points, and 19 games against Edmonton. This Blues team, Petrangelo, seven goals, 22 points, 27 games, plus 14. Boehm Eastern, 39 career games, 21 points, and plus 20. They've got some guys that have lit the Oilers up here for fun. Yeah, I. I th- I mean, this goes back a few years. I, I think six, seven years ago, and even the, the, when Hitch took over the Blues, it, they just could completely push the Oilers around, and and they had better they had better goaltending, they had better structure. I, I think you know the Oilers did beat, so they be, they beat them in a in a shootout when they fell behind two nothing, and they yeah. really outplayed them for forty minutes and finally tied it late and won in the shootout, yep. and that was probably one of Talbot's best starts last year. As, as and that's an when the Blues were taking on and a bit of water. Were, was and December, the Blues were last. Yeah. And, and the way the Oilers beat them, the Oilers, or the Blues just looked like a team that 
they couldn't win. They had the lead late, couldn't hold on to Connor it. Connor was coming off an illness. He missed the game in Dallas before that. Right. Then uh, they played here, and that was the funky review review goal, yeah. right? Where the pad, the puck was under Talbot's pad; it, it was in the you. net. Yes. And then, and then the Oilers challenged for goalie interference, and it stood up. And then the game late last season, they got smoked. It was, and I mean, I know it was just just an awful. I think it was the fourth last game of the year, and the, the Oilers by then it was it was over. You know, Koskinen was exhausted. That was one of his glove hand games, and. St. Louis knew they were getting primed for the playoff run. So tonight, I still wonder, Bob, I mean, St. Louis is a great team, and maybe I'm going to be eating my words later, but I still wonder if this might be not a bad matchup for the Oilers because the Oilers have the Oilers are faster than last year, but they're missing a couple of those guys, and they've been challenged this year by the speedy, pesky teams like Arizona. I wonder if this becomes a little bit more of a grind game, if that actually yeah. suits the Oilers, and then McDavid and Dreisaitl are, are able to be the guys that, that can separate be, because of their speed. Yeah, well, uh, I think Edmonton's going to get tested tonight. Uh, oh, for sure. I'm, not, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying I, I wonder, you know, St. Louis played last night. So I wonder if they come in and say, okay, we got to try to win 2-1 like we did against Vancouver. I, I, I actually wonder if that's the type of game the Oilers can kind of settle into. They didn't give Vancouver two. much, and Vancouver's been getting, you know, five goals a game for about yeah. four games in a row there. It was a good hockey game last night. You ever see a 3 on all like that before? Wasn't that wild? I'm trying to think. Like That's incredible. And and the funny thing was, it would have been a three on zero even if the two Vancouver guys hadn't run into each right. other. It would they would have been more back pressure if they hadn't hit each other. Right. But it, even without the the collision, it, it would have been a three on zero. I I, I mean the the three on three overtime is pretty wild, but I can't remember seeing a three. McDavid, sure and, Leon, McDavid one, and Leon had a two on zero against Montreal last year and did not score. Well, didn't they have one against the Jets? Did they? Maybe they did have one against the Jets this year. I just remember the one last year against because the Canadians came right back down and scored. Yeah. And by the way, I know you got some back pressure, back channel pressure from the fans on James Neal. Would you consider, if you were Dave Tippett, playing Ethan Bear, Darnell Nurse, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins with your second grouping together? Two defensemen. Yes, and didn't they start a shift last they, game in, they the did. D, in the they, D zone? D, D zone draw. Would yeah. you consider going the whole, like, to basically just going with two groups? Well, Tip said today he'd like to have three. I know. And maybe if more Nygaard's I healthy, think, he, and he if, cycles may, in. Maybe if Haas continues to, you know, that's a big if on Haas, just to set the right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, your choke at skate, but again, can you? is he consistent enough if you get deeper into overtime? Not pro- so far, pro- he Probably hasn't not. Been. It's just food for thought. I'm just wondering whether or not you contemplate. Well, like, going. is it such a big deal to play two? There's there's other teams that have done it. Carolina, Carolina's yeah. done it before. So, food for thought. Reed, what time is uh, this? We got an early puck. It's 640. The game starts at 630. At 642, officially. Thank you. So, our faceoff shows at 5. Reed, I'll see you here at 4.58. Look forward to it. Thanks for dropping by, Reed. That's Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And uh, when we come back, we'll hook up with Brian Lawton. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.